You're listening to the Solution Focus Podcast, the official podcast of the UK Association for Solution Focus Practice. And I'm your host, Alan Parry. In this episode of the Solution Focus Podcast, we'll be speaking with Rob Black, who is one of the co-organisers of this year's UK ASFP Annual Conference 2019. And we'll be speaking to Rob about what he expects to be happening at Conference 2019 and how you can get involved as well. So without further ado, here's Rob Black. I wonder if you could start off, Rob, by just introducing yourself in terms of who you are and also specifically who you are in relation to the conference. Okay, uh, my name is, is Rob Black. Uh, I'm actually a social worker and an accredited solution focused practitioner, and I am joint organising the conference this year with my friend and colleague, Guy Shannon. Okay, and when is the conference, just so people can get the dates in their diary straight away? Okay, so it's in July. Yeah. of this year obviously and it's at Bath Spa University uh, the dates are the 11th and the 12th that's the two main conference days but there's also some pre-conference workshops on on the Wednesday as well so it's kind of spread over three days really okay so the the main conference is on the 11th and the 12th of July and that's a Thursday and Friday is it that's Thursday and Friday yeah but there's also some pre-conference workshops on the 10th on the 10th, yeah, on starting around 10 o'clock in the morning. So there'll okay. be an introductory uh, workshop on Solution Focus from me and Guy. Then we've got the Zebra Collective from Plymouth doing some really interesting stuff as well. So. Okay, and magic. that's all part, of the, all part of the cost, so. Right, okay. Well, we'll dig into that a little bit later on when we get into the programme, but that sounds that sounds great. Now, you said it's happening in, in Bath Spa? Bath Spa University, yeah. Yeah. Okie doke. So, in in terms of the conference itself, who is the conference for, Rob? Uh, do you have to be a member of the UK ASFP? In fact, do you have to be a solution focused practitioner at all? Not really. I mean, I suppose we're trying to reach out to as many people as possible. So, the way we're trying to set the program up is something of interest for kind of hardened, experienced practitioners but also something of interest for people who are new to the approach, but also trying to kind of branch out and maybe get other uh, professionals who work in other disciplines just maybe interested in the ideas and share some kind of uh, experiences, really. So we're trying to have a more eclectic overview of, of lots of things, really. So hopefully, uh, by the time we've completed the programme, there should be something in it for everyone. And and, and the reason we chose Bass Bar is, I mean, I, I actually work here, and they've kindly offered us the venue for, for free. Wow. So that's that's really helped in keeping the price as low as possible to try and attract the kind of biggest number that we can. So, yeah, so hopefully there'll be something for, for everyone, uh, hopefully a bit more diverse than maybe other years. Okay, brilliant. So, if if someone is listening to this and they they've kind of they don't really know what solution focused is, or they've only had a a, a kind of initial introduction to it, um, mm-hmm. they they the conference will still be for them as well as to to people Absolutely. who are hardened practitioners. I mean, one of the, the, the pre conference workshops, me and Guy are going to run sort of a, maybe a five hour session on an introduction to solution focused practice. So people who are not a say with maybe some of the finer sort of uh, ideas around the approach, I mean, they're more than willing to come to that, and that should set them up for, for the next. So. Oh wow! Okay, that's great. So, I mean, the next question I've got for you, Rob, really, is a, is a more general one, really. Mm. Um, 
and it's it's a question around you know why why do we as an association have a have a conference at all you know why do we gather this way every year what do people what do people typically get out of conference, I suppose, is what I'm asking. Mm, okay, well, I've been around for far too long. <laughs> <laughs> Quite old at this. So initially, I, I mean, the first costume was in Preston many, many years ago. Uh, and it kind of remained there for a few years. And then it moved on to Keele University. And for some reason, I don't know why. I mean, Keele was lovely in the first instance. But the more times the conference was held, the numbers seemed to dwindle. Uh, and me and Guy had obviously been to quite a few European conferences, so we just came up with the idea at that point, perhaps we should maybe just take on the European idea and perhaps just have it at different cities and different venues uh, each year. Uh, so that's the model we kind of set up, and, and that's kind of grown, really. So, I mean, personally, what I get out of it is, uh, I don't know about yourself, but it can be quite lonely sometimes being a solution-focused practitioner, <laughs> uh, and, it, and it's a hard graft sometimes. So for me, what the conference offers myself is it's not just about meeting up with old colleagues and old friends but it's almost like it recharges my batteries you know being surrounded by like-minded uh, thinking people who do the same type of approach it, it really well, it always does gives me kind of fresh energy but also there's so many new ideas that uh, that, that you, you you're kind of subjected to so yeah on a personal level but on a wider level i suppose uh, it, it's just about getting out there and promoting what we think is good practice. And I think the conference is a good way of doing that. What I've noticed, I mean, from a personal perspective, I do a bit of teaching in the UK at sort of various universities. Uh, and it's been great to see some of those students uh, attend some of the conferences and hopefully spread the word. So uh, it's just about promoting good practice for me and letting people know that we're here, really. Yeah, because I was at the Liverpool conference in 2018. Yeah, I met you, yeah. Yeah, the the thing that struck me about that was was how friendly a conference it is as well. You know, when you're talking about being around like-minded people, it was was one of the warmest and most interesting conferences that I've attended. Um, So... You're right, isn't it? It does kind of recharge your batteries, but also yeah. it's it's really good to be around like-minded people who mm-hmm. who have a similar kind of outlook to the world. Yeah, I mean, I, the way I kind of look at it, I don't know if you're, are you familiar with Rodney Mullen? <laughs> no, I'm not. Who's no, that? No, he's a, kind of a, an old sort of skateboard legend who, who oh, okay. I, I, I love. Uh, <laughs> but he talks uh, about the skateboarding community being an open source community. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's exactly mirrors what we are uh, as practitioners. I mean, like you say, we're very friendly. But what we're really um, generous about is giving and taking ideas. So in terms of the conference, it is... Uh, it's quite a, a headache and it's a lot of work to be done for nothing, but it's my way of giving back uh, to the community, I think. So the last conference we did in Bath, on, God, when was that, 2011, uh, I vowed then I would never do another conference. <laughs> and here <laughs> you it, are. I mean, it, was, it was a great <laughs> success, but I've never been so emotionally and physically exhausted at the end of day three. However, you know, once we were approached by, by Jim, I just thought it was time to give something back again. So... I guess this is my way and Guy's way of just giving back, really. So, Yeah, I like that idea about it being open source because it is very much like that, isn't it? When I, I know um, on an earlier podcast we spoke to Matt Ayton, uh, right. who, who was trying uh, solution-focused in a training um, environment for the first time. And that's one of the things that he said, that when he reached out to the people mm-hmm. that he'd met at conference and, yeah. and was seeking help, everyone was very, very giving to him when yeah. he, he needed it. 
Yeah, and I think that's what, what perhaps sets us apart from maybe some other disciplines. Yeah, we are very kind of uh, generous in what we share. You know, I mean, I, yeah, we are, and that's the one thing I love about uh, our group. Yeah, we give and we take, and that's that's really good. I think. So there's a theme to this conference, isn't there, Rob? Can you there is? Can you give us some details as to what this year's theme is? Well, it, it, it was hard. So me and Guy have been having many conversations about this. And then I just I read a book. I don't know if you've read this book by Matt Haig called Reasons for Living. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Great book. And I love that. And then it, there's just a line where it says, where there's talk, there is hope. And I, I really like that. It just jumped out at me from the page. So I just said to Guy, well, let's, we're all about hope. So can we do something around hope, do you think? And he said, well, that's a good starting point. So we just scattergunned for two days just various kind of statements about hope hope this hope that conversation and hope and then eventually we came up with the idea of a hoping conversation in action because of course you know we have conversations with clients and people uh, and we're very interested in the detail and and the concrete actions so we kind of came with the idea of perhaps we should do the theme around hope uh, in conversation and action and, and see what that would attract and so far we've had lots of great great ideas and, and people sort of coming forward wanting to kind of uh, do something so that's that's good oh great so is the program i mean it's early days still isn't it if it's in july so you must still be kind of um putting putting the the flesh on the bones of this but yeah how, how yeah. is the program shaping up so far so we got a few people confirmed uh so we've got john hendon who is uh he's from taunton so he primarily works in the field of kind of suicide prevention and trauma he's written some great books yeah i've got i've read I, one I, of them actually yeah so it's quite nice to get him involved. And then Guy has been in touch with a lady from America called Anne Rambo, who is part of a, 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 a movement, I suppose, trying to connect SF and social change. And she's doing some really interesting stuff in America, which Guy knows a lot more than I do, but she's confirmed, so she's coming over. We're also glad that the Zebra Collective, I don't know if you're familiar with them, I wasn't until this year, but Guy sort of uncovered this uh, organisation in Plymouth who've been sort of on the fringes or almost in the underground of, of the SF world, and uh, they're going to come and, and do some interesting stuff. And then we've also invited uh, Lucy Johnson, who's a clinical psychologist, who's oh, written yeah. a book called The Power Threat Meaning Framework, and I mean, that should be an interesting debate. So, I mean, they're the confirmed people so far. Uh, but we're just at the moment, yeah, we're just fleshing out uh, the rest of the programme. I mean, the, sort of the practicalities are all are, are kind of done now in terms of the advertisement, securing the accommodation, the venue, all the technical sides. And the next kind of phase for us is to kind of, you know, like you say, put the, the meat on the bones, really. So, yeah. So al already you've got John Hendon, who, as you say, has written has written books on on solution focus and suicide, and I've I've read his book actually. It's it's really interesting. Yeah. You, you've got Anne Rambo, who is um, doing stuff in America around SF and social change. Yeah. You got the Zebra Collective from Plymouth, and you got Lucy Johnson, who actually saw in Liverpool, um, I think in two thousand and seventeen, uh, a, right. a drop the disorder conference. So, okay. so she'll be interesting as well because I know she talks an awful lot around um, disorders and labelling and all that kind yeah. of thing. And I'm sure and, SF and I think, people have something to say about that. Yeah, and I think what we're trying to do, I think, well, I mean, Guy hopefully would agree with this, is try and get a broader range of, of presenters and speakers because I, I, I think it, sometimes there's a danger where you can just do a pure SF conference and you just, you know, I mean, it's difficult, you know, because if you're just having a conference specifically around one approach, that there is a danger you're just replicating, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. 
So I, yeah, I think to broaden the debate and, and get other disciplines involved, I think is healthy. I mean, one of the biggest challenges I guess I have had in my kind of working career is getting people on board and understanding what I do. Because in lots of teams I've worked in, I think people get a sense of what SF is, but that they don't really know. Yeah, <laughs> they just they just think it's this very basic, simple way of of working, which it, it, it obviously evidently isn't. And you know that, that. So I think to actually try and encourage more people to our events to get a, a deeper insight and knowledge into what you know what SF is about and how it's filtered into so many different areas can only be a healthy thing. So I think that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, I and. Think. And that's a, an impressive array of people and speakers already, but you're talking about um, you're still putting the flesh on the bone. So does that mean you're still taking submissions? Yes, there was a call for papers, which is on the UKFCFP website. So if you go to there and you're, you're interested in submitting something, uh, that will talk you through the kind of process, really. Okay. So it doesn't have to be a formal kind of workshop. There's lots of different ways you can present ideas. We just, yeah, we're trying to make it as, uh, as uh, interactive and educative as, as, as possible, really. And we're trying to encourage people to do maybe things together, sort of partnership workshops or partnership talks. So just trying to make it as inclusive as possible rather than maybe just the standard one person standing up and talking kind of thing. Okay, so so what are you looking for from, from people? I mean, you've spoken about the format there, but if someone was thinking, well, I'd quite like to to do something at this conference it sounds really good how, how, what what is it that you're looking for as the organizer that that would ensure that they put something forward that matched your needs uh, just something that's creative yeah innovative uh, and, and just that links to the to, to, to the basic theme about hope and the conversation action bit so yeah but it doesn't have to be like I said, it could be a discussion group it could be a presentation just anything really yeah. just something that is that's got to spark some imagination and debate i mean that's that's the best way i can put it really so if somebody wanted to submit something rob how do they actually get in touch with you and find out more information about that okay so if you go onto the uk AFCP website there will be uh, a bit where you can see a call for papers and that will talk you through the process uh, and there's no defined go uh, submission date we, we're just asking people to submit as early as possible and it's kind of like a bit of first come first serve basis but we're just trying to see the, the kind of array of, of different ideas that are out there really so we just encourage people to to, to apply that'd be great okay so that's at the, U, the uk sfp website which is yeah www.ukasfp.org okay so how much is this conference then because you're saying that this is a it's a two-day conference, but really, it's a three-day conference if you want it to be. So, yeah, yeah. How, how much does this cost? Okay, so the early bird prices, so that's before the 13th of April. Before what, what date is that, Rob? Sorry, 13th of April. 13th of April. That's £95 for members, students, and unwaged. Right. Uh, and £125 for non-members. And then after the 13th of April, it will be £125 for members, students, and unwaged at £155 for non-members. And then there's group discounts. So if you work for an organisation, book and pay for four people, uh, the fifth person can come free. Oh, wow. And that includes uh, all the refreshments, all lunches, uh, a barbecue on the Thursday night at a cabaret, and obviously free entrance to the pre-conference workshops on the Wednesday. So that's pretty... 
uh, pretty good value for money, I would say. And that, I mean, yeah, that, I mean, the reason we can do this is the, the fact that the Baspor have, have kindly offered us to the venue for, for, for no fee. And uh, of course, we've tried to, I mean, not cut callers, but trying to get a lot of the conference um, uh, books and uh, conference bags and advertising. I'm quite fortunate to have some quite creative friends in Bath. So they've kind of lended their services for nothing as well. So that's wow. really helped in keeping the, the price down, which makes it hopefully more attractive to people. Because I think that, personally, I think that's pretty good value. Yeah, it's amazing, actually. Let, let me just run over that again to make sure I understand okay. what you've you said there. So yeah. there's an early bird offer, and the deadline yeah. for that is April the 13th. So 1-3-13. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if you get in then, if you're a member, it's only £95 for all three days. 95 pounds yeah that's great. and that's the same if you're a student or unwaged it's 95 yeah, pounds and if you if you're not a member and you get in early it's yeah. it's still only 125 pounds that's correct yeah. wow and then after after the early bird price it then jumps up a touch so the the member student and unwaged price will be 125 and that's correct, the, yeah. the, the non-member will be 150 155. Oh, 155. See, it was a good idea me, me saying this back, wasn't it, Rob? <laughs> yeah, there's and no, then there's, 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 no a bargaining. there's a group discount as well. So if you book four, you get the fifth for free. That's correct, yeah. yeah. And so just, pay four people organization, yeah. just go over again what you actually do get for, for that, because you mentioned a whole host of stuff about evenings okay. as well. So there's two uh, free uh, pre-conference workshops. Yeah. On the Wednesday, yeah. So that's so that the Zebra Collective will, will be doing a workshop, and me and Gal will be doing introductory workshops for people. And then on the Thursday, obviously, there's full access to the whole conference program, which uh, obviously tea, coffee, and refreshments in between breaks. And then obviously lunch on Thursday, uh, lunch on Friday, and on Thursday night uh, there will be a barbecue up at the SU, which is and that's by um, the Ward Garden, which is one of uh, Bath's selling points, really, at the, the university. So, weather permitting, hopefully it's going to be sunshine and, and lovely. Uh, there'll be a barbecue in a fantastic kind of Ward Garden with a, a cabaret in the SU bar to, to follow. So, I mean, again, I didn't think I sort of overstated this. I mean, the actual venue, I mean, if you can imagine having a campus in a, in, uh, a National Trust park. Wow. <laughs> that's pretty, pretty much what it is, really. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I've got to be biased because I work here, but you know, you have to you have to come and, 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 and to see the kind of beauty of it. Really, it, it's quite an amazing campus, and that's what why a lot of students come in because they just like the tranquility and the beauty. Really, so I mean, just just walking around the place, will, 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 yeah, it's amazing. So I, yeah, I can't sort of stress that enough. Really, yeah, it sounds absolutely lovely. Yeah, it is. So, how do people actually book and find out more? So, uh, if again, if you go to the UKSFP website, there will be information because the, the, there will be the, the webpage will be going live, and the whole event will be booked for Eventsprite, who are linked to UKSFP. So, if you go to the website, that will take you to the the webpage where you can book online, and all the um, accommodation issue will be available there too. Okay, so I was going to ask about accommodation. What's what's the deal with that? Can people actually stay at the university, or are they advise yeah, to get hotels so, nearby? So we've managed to secure. Um, so there's uh, sixty rooms. So that's on the. If people want to come to the pre-conference workshop and they're travelling from distance, there will be rooms available on the on the Tuesday night. 
and then there'll be rooms available at Newton Park. That's actually at the campus on the Wednesday and the Thursday. Uh, and then we've got 40 rooms at one of the our student accommodations in the city centre, which is called Green Park. With the difference being that the deal uh, at, at Newton Park, it will be £75 per night, and that's with breakfast. Whereas the Green Park um, accommodation doesn't provide breakfast, but it's, it's slightly cheaper at £65. Uh, and it is a bit of a way from the campus. It's about four miles, but we are going to provide a free shuttle bus okay. on the Thursday and the Friday to bring delegates from Green Park to Newton Park and to return them back. So, and there are like, I mean, where Green Park is situated, there's there's many cafes and uh, restaurants within a, a one minute walk. So, you wouldn't have to walk far for your breakfast, really. Well, you 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 live and work. I'm guessing in in well, certainly work in in Bath. What yeah. what, do you, what do you like most about Bath itself? God, where'd you start? <laughs> uh, I love the architecture. Uh, I love the diversity of uh, people who live here. Um, it's got quite a vibrant music scene. Uh, some great, um, yeah, some great kind of retro type kind of shops. Um, it's very safe, I would say, compared to a lot of cities. Um, very friendly. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a, yeah, I'm very fortunate to kind of live and work here, to be honest. So very fortunate. What are your personal best hopes for this conference then, Rob? Best hopes. Good question. I like that question. Uh, well, like I said at the beginning, because we are an open source community, I, yeah, I mean, I don't contribute as much as other people. I'm not a great academic, so I don't think I've got a book in me, but maybe. Uh, so I guess this is my way of saying thank you to the organisation and the approach, really. So that's one of my hopes is to give something back to the people that you know, I've respected and admired for, for many years. But also just that, A, that people have fun. Uh, uh, B, they come away feeling energised uh, and refreshed. And, and C, or maybe that we make some links with, um, you know, a broader range of people really i mean that's that that's how i see us moving forward i mean again so on a, i've been on a personal kind of crusade trying to promote sf for god 20 20 odd years now i think uh and i think it's just i mean yeah it's making connections for me so i mean what i think i've done well at bath spa over the last three years is i've managed you know to secure an understanding and an appreciation of, of, of SF. And I think that's been evidenced and, and, yeah, and celebrated. So, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I suppose celebration would be a, a good word as well. Just a, a, a big celebration of, of, of who we are and what we do. OK, and I mean, this is kind of a biased question, this, because I know I'm involved in this bit, but you've also got a conference fringe this year. Yes, we have. Say, say, uh, say more about that. Okay, that would be you, Alan, playing at, <laughs> at, at um, a fantastic little venue called uh, the St. James's Wide Vaults. Um, uh, that'll be on the Wednesday night. Uh, hopefully that should be sold out. And we just thought that, I mean, because obviously you're connected to the association, it would be just a nice touch and something different, I think. So we'll be fully promoting that uh, as, as you speak, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, I'm... I'm I'm mentioning that because you know people are going to be there, aren't they? And I'm a musician yeah. and a singer, so you've you've decided to to kind of uh, seeing as I'm there anyway to put a, a show on 
on the... and, and you're good we like your stuff Alan so that's yeah I th- I, and we just thought it would be yeah, a, a great opportunity to kind of expand really yeah and, and, and offer something slightly different so so just to close then Rob I'm curious about just your background as well how did you get into Solution Focus because you've been talking about how you've been on this mission for the last 20 years but what yeah. what got you oh, into God. it in the first okay. place I'll, I'll bore you with that yeah so I was uh, my initial introduction so I was a residential social worker uh, and the unit I worked in closed down, and the director of uh, social service at the time said, "We're going to bring in this, this this new way of working. We're going to open up a uh, it was like a, a family centre, really. So basically, we were going to work with young people on the edge of care and just do kind of uh, interventions based around hoping to keep them within their families, really. So we had three months introduction with a lady called Eileen Murphy, who is not that well known well it's well known but it's, it's again it's, it's, it doesn't attend many of the conference events but in the first sort of two months i i, I actually hated solution focused oh, really I just yeah i just couldn't see how this would work with yeah, some of the young people i'd worked with previously i didn't really get you know how something well at that point which i perceived to be so simple uh could could work uh, but then, sort of three months in, I had the benefit of seeing this practitioner work with some of the first families, uh, that, and that's when the light bulb kind of clicked for me because I just I was astounded that people were, were responding to these questions and, and, and were getting good outcomes. So I then thought, well, perhaps there's something in this. Uh, so I then sort of um, finished the initial training with Eileen and then sort of found out about brief. So I went up and then my first two day course with Chris Ison, which was inspirational uh and then it was very fortunate to be invited uh, for just about i think a bit period of a year to go to brief once a month just to kind of get involved with um watching people uh, practice and, uh, and have some discussions and, and i've sort of continued from there really so then i was asked to do some workshops uh and i've never looked back to be honest so i've always um yeah, it, it's been a yeah. Until I find something better <laughs> uh, or something I enjoy more, then that that's my yeah. So the two people who really inspired me were Eileen Murphy and Chris Iverson, two of the best practitioners I would say I've ever seen. So they make it. I mean, uh, they've got a sophistication about the way they work, which is just yeah, yeah inspirational. So right, great story. So so t- yeah. so wrapping up in terms of just kind of recapping on everything for the conference. If I've got this right, it's yeah. It's the 11th and 12th of July, but actually there's kind of a pre-conference. So that starts on the 10th. There's going to be a five-hour workshop uh, from you and Guy. There's also going to be something from the Zebra Collective. There's yeah. going to be me singing in the evening. Evening. Yeah. And then on the 11th and 12th is the conference proper where you've got John Hendon and, and Rambo, Rambo and Zebra Collective again, Lucy yeah. Johnson, and a whole yeah. range more that, that is yet to be discovered by, by yourselves as well as us. Yeah, um, that's going to be a Bath Spa University. Yeah, um, Newton Park campus. Yeah, let's say that again. Sorry, the Newton Park campus. The Newton Park campus, and if people can get in early, you know, before yeah. the thirteenth of April, then yeah. if you're a member of students or unwaged, that's only going to cost ninety five pounds for all of that. One hundred and twenty five pounds if you're not a member, and Correct. for that you get all of those three days. You get. The barbecue in the evening, you get the cabaret in the evening as well. Mm-hmm. That's correct. All right, that's brilliant. And in order to find out more, whether you want to book or whether you want to be putting forward submissions to be a conference yourself, um, you know, to deliver a conference, 
the the best place to go is the UK ASFP website, which is at UKASFP.org. Yeah, that's correct. And the theme of the conference is hope in conversation and action. That's right. Absolutely correct, yeah. So is there anything else you'd like to add, Rob, before we we close up? Uh, no, I just, just, just hope it's going to be a, a great conference, really. It's going to be hard work, but that, like I say, that's something I, you know, the last one, as much as it was draining, it was one of the best sort of, um, yeah, was one of the best events I've, I've been part of, really. So hopefully this will be equally as successful as that. Um, hopefully lots of people will come. We'll have a good time, be a lot of learning, a lot of sharing, a lot of energy. Yeah, just, just, yeah. Again, I will reiterate, I mean, the venue is, is yeah, studied just to walk around it. it, it yeah, it's, it's, it's great. I can't, I can't stress how, how nice it is, really. So it sounds like even just going for a stroll in between sessions is going to be restorative. Uh, yes, uh, that, uh, yes, absolutely. It's a nice lake. There's plenty of sheep and cows. Wow. Some, some great buildings. Yeah, it's going to, yeah. It's going to be good, hopefully. If the sun shines, then, well, let's hope it, it will. Yeah, well, it's July and it's, it's England, so the sun's bound to shine. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm looking forward to it already, Rob, so thanks for coming on to the show and telling us all about it. Okay, so, well, I appreciate the, the, the time that you've given up and, and, and the opportunity to kind of promote it, so that's, that's yeah, thanks yeah, very much. It's a pleasure. Take care yourself, Rob. And, and I'll see you in July. Yeah, see you in July, definitely. You've been listening to the Solution Focus Podcast, the official podcast of the UK Association for Solution Focus Practice. To find out more about us, visit ukasfp.org. That's ukasfp.org. Now, our best hope is that you'll spread the word by sharing the podcast with your friends and on your social media. Even better would be to rate us on Apple Podcasts so it's easy for others to discover the show. And if you'd like to contact us or even be a guest on the show yourself, just write to podcast at ukasfp.org. That's podcast at ukasfp.org. Until next time, thanks for listening and goodbye.